Hey guys, how you doing? This is JP Saricolia coming to you once again with another episode of Age of Heroes, my podcast. And in today's podcast, of course, this is special uh, for the Oscars, you know, that they just happened yesterday. And of course, we already have the winners. And throughout the day, you have seen a lot of, uh, you know, probably commentary, a lot of uh, excerpts in the news, uh, posts on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, everybody's talking about it. Um, definitely is the talk of the day, and it should be for a couple of more days until we move on to the next thing. So I want to um, talk a little bit about it. Uh, of course, throughout the this Oscars, um, there were a lot of winners, of course, as usual, and a lot of new things, uh, great things, and also a lot of things that are kind of repetitive. Um, of course, you know, uh, Black Panther was nominated for, I think, eight uh, different categories, won three of them. Uh, it was also nominated for Best Picture, Best Motion Picture of 2018. It didn't win. Like I mentioned in a previous podcast, I was not expecting it to win. Um, but definitely the fact that it was there, it really shows how um, Hollywood is changing or adapting to this new uh, era of, of, of cinematography and movies and, and the way things are developing in, the, in this fast world. However, there were a lot of things. Uh, within the uh, in this case, your worst last night that really showcase that even though Hollywood uh, claims or the Academy is claiming that they're moving and changing, uh, of course, there's a lot of things that they still the same. Black Panther won three categories. It won for custom design, production design, and also for um, uh, the in this case original score. Uh, of course, there are great. Uh, definitely, I don't think there was more, much competition on that end, uh, particularly when you're talking about the custom design. Of course, I don't think any other movie last year had as much custom uh, as much as they did. Of course, anything that Marvel does, there's custom there. Uh, of course, production. It was a big production, definitely. And, of course, you know Marvel, uh, Disney, they put the money on it. So those are huge productions when Marvel produces the movies. The original score, yeah, the music was great. Uh, there's a lot of great music in the film. So uh, well-deserved. Now, Roma, which was a movie that was in a lot of categories and also continued to be the best movie of the year, didn't win. It only won for, uh, for actually for their cinematography. It's undeniable. The movie is phenomenal. The visuals, the cinematography. Alfonso Cuaron did a, so, uh, such a fantastic job putting the images. The imagery alone is fantastic in that film. But also won as a uh, foreign language film, which was kind of expected, um, definitely. Although a lot of people were disappointed they didn't win in the category of the best film of the year. Uh, that went for a green book. Which it's not a bad film. It's a good film, uh, but there's definitely something that has been played out before. Um, so that a lot of people are saying that even though Hollywood claims or the Academy claims that they have changed the ways, they still played safe. You know, they played safe with the Green Book. There were other movies there that could have actually, uh, if the if the Academy wanted to uh, really send a message and that they were changing, they would just give that to Roma, for example. There'd be an uh, pretty much an outsider movie. Uh, or uh, Clanksman, uh, or uh, any other of the movies that they have. Uh, but, of course, best director, Alfonso Cuaron, definitely, uh, he deserves that. He did a phenomenal job. Uh, and the one that I really, um, and you don't hear much about it, but personally, I, I think it was a phenomenal um, uh, prize. That, that one was the animated feature film, we watched Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, uh, which is actually my favorite superhero movie of last year. Well-deserving of that position. 
unfortunately and as things are changing that they're changing slow still is an animated film so it's not considered for the best film of the year but if you had to ask me which one was the best superhero film of 2018 i would put spider-man into the spider-verse above anything else above um, um black panther above um Aquaman above uh, Avengers, um, you know, Infinity War. It was better than all of them uh, because of the of the value of the message, the storytelling, everything that was put together in this film. It had a strong message. Now, uh, of course, you know, moving on from this, from the awards, and I want to point something out. Um, and I want to expand something that I said before. I know a lot of people are dissatisfied or I'm happy that Black Panther um you know, made it to the Oscars. Um, a lot of people were pointing out that the reason that what Logan wasn't there or what Avengers Infinity War wasn't there. And of course, a lot of people uh, have gone through social media expressing their hate for the film, uh, the hate for for this um, uh, particular film. And of course, pointing out that it just, it was there because of political agenda. It was there because uh, it has social commentary because it talks about racism, about blacks. And, and, of course, you know, people trying to make this a big deal about it. Now, I want to point this out in this podcast today because it seems to me that people, uh, as usual, they always miss the point. And I have talked about this, I think, in two previous podcasts. I have talked about Black Panther. Uh, I like the movie. I don't consider it the best MCU movie, but I consider it the most mature movie just because of the subject matter just because of the of the theme just because the way they express it it is not a movie that is about race it's never been i don't know why people come with this idea that it's about race it's not just because the villain mentioned in anger why she how he feels uh the reason why he does doesn't mean that it's about race it's not about race it seems like people that try to make everything about race are people that are affected by it more than anybody else it, it talks about it. Now, I want to talk about this because it seems that people miss the point about superhero stories. Uh, you hear all the time comments. Oh, I don't like, you know, people saying, oh, I don't want movies to ponder on me uh, to me about this or political issues or that and that. I want movies just to entertain me. I think entertainment goes different ways. Uh, we are entertained by anything. We can be entertained by just playing chess. You can be entertained by silly movies, but we also can be entertained by uh, knowledge. You know, I personally get entertained the movies that offer knowledge, the best movies, so the movies that I entertain myself the most are movies that teach me lessons that m perhaps make me uncomfortable, but make me think. And that is entertainment. Entertainment is how you pass your time and you can pass it growing or you can pass it just being just the same, being stuck in the moment and be stuck forever in your mindsets and your lifestyle. Or you can just be changed and renew and transform I believe that renewal is important for the mind. It's important for our body. It's important for our relationship. It's important for our lives. If we don't renew ourselves, our mind, if we don't renew who we are, we are get stuck and we never grow and we don't mature and we don't develop skills. It's always good to do that. I think every movie uh, or each movie or every superhero movie that lacks message lacks purpose. And I want to go back to the beginning. I always like to start at the beginning. When you go back into comic book stories, into comic book, uh, comic books in general, they started uh, with a purpose in mind. And officially, they are a deviation or a, they are an offspring of comic, uh, comic strips and uh, newspapers back in the 1800s. You can even go farther than that in the 1700s or even before that. 
Uh, different cultures have always, you know, used different comics. Even manga comes from like the 1500s or even before that. So there's history behind it. But comics, uh, comic strips in particular, were created with political sense in mind. Um, there were ways to express political views. There always were. They were always political. There, were, there was always social commentary on them. It was just a single page, sometimes a single is a, a drawing that has a political message. Of course, these are the, the predecessors, the forefathers of comic books. Comic books were created on that same sense, and the, especially superhero stories, superhero stories. If you go back to the golden age of comics, they were political. You know, they were talking about a stance in political matters uh, and the, the, you know, Captain America. You know, all those stories were created um, uh, with the purpose of talking about politics issues. You know, talk about the, uh, the American view when we're talking about American comics like Superman. It's always about America first. It's always about uh, portraying the enemies of America in, in the wrong light. So they were very political. They had a stance between uh, Americans' views and communist views or socialist views or, you know, Nazi views or whatever views. So there was always a political matter throughout the generations, throughout the comic stories, throughout the history of comic books. You have always seen political matters, social matters, social commentary injected into these comic books throughout the 60s, throughout the 70s, throughout the 80s. You know, throughout all this time we have seen that. So you cannot separate comic book stories or superhero stories particularly from the social commentary because they are linked together. And up to this day you see that. Now, I want to be clear with this because I mentioned this before. I don't believe in pondering. I don't believe in just trying to hit people on the head about social issues or anything like that. But if you want to express the message, it's always good. The delivery is important. The way you, uh, you translate that message to people is extremely, extremely important. And I believe Black Panther did that in a right way. It is not a movie that is attacking people for... Uh, their positions in, in race or how they what they believe about race. It is a it is a movie that is presenting a story, uh, introduce a message, and he talks about it in a very candid way. But it has a lesson. It has a moral lesson not only for blacks but also for everyone, every person, every race, every nationality, every mindset, every culture about openness, about accepting our mistakes, you know, and trying to change them. So there is a bigger message than just about race. However, it seems to me that we live in a society that people see something and right away accuse it of something, and most of the time it's a reflection of how we, the guiltiness in our hearts. It is easy for us to blame everybody else for something rather than taking responsibility for our actions. Even not only for our actions, but for our forefathers' actions and things like that. How can we change the world? It's not about just trying to find someone to blame. Historical facts are historical facts. They're unchanging. They're not going away. They're there. You can go back to the history of it, and you can read the history, and you know that. Now, the point is this. How can we change moving forward? Whatever has been done wrong, how can I fix that on my end on where I'm at? There are things that are bigger than us, things that we cannot change, but there are things that we can do on our end. And I believe that that's the important part of any movie. Yes, all the movies were great. Infinity War was great, all of that. But none of them were as impactful as Black Panther was just because of the subject matter, just because of the theme, just because of what really trying to represent without being too political because he wasn't. He was not hitting you in your head. 
However, like there's an expression in Spanish that I love the most that even my, my dad used to say a lot that it, you know, there is a very, I would say that it's appropriate for this moment. And the expression goes like this. If the, 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 the there's sound in the river, it because the water is flowing through it. What it means is this. If you find people being offended and mentioning about something or saying something is because the, the shoe fits. It's because it, they really it's really affecting their view. Now, when we go to the movies, uh, particular superhero movies, which are a reflection of comic books, if you try to separate the social commentary or the political views of these uh, comic book stories, try to separate it, you get a dull entertainment. You get movies that are going nowhere. Not worth the time, not really worth, may, maybe just to watch it once or twice. Movies like Venom, they have no really much value, more, more than just a few watches, and that's it. You move to the next thing. There's nothing more. There's nothing, no sense in it. But there's a lot of movies that have political agenda. Now, just because you don't are not comfortable with the subject matter doesn't mean that there's validity in the message. You know, we have to understand that. For example, when you, you know, I watched First Avenger because now, as you know, I'm going through the process of reviewing movies of the MCU. So I've been watching all the MCU movies and I'm reviewing them as I go. Um, and there's a few that this week you're, you're going to see. Um, you know, we have Captain America, First Avenger, The Avengers. Um, I'm going to review this this week. Uh, I already watched them, of course. Um, and you know what? Looking at watching them, I realized that there's a lot of political views there. So there's social commentary in each one of those movies. However, people didn't get offended by it. You know why? Because it didn't bother them. Because, of course, um, uh, Captain America, first of all, is very patriotic. It's, it talks about America. Uh, America. It's, it's a really a serve of Americana, of the bioheroism of America, of Americans. So it talks about it, about standing for what's right, all those things that we believe as Americans. But, and it's political in that matter, but people don't feel offended by it because it fits with our profile. It fits with our mindset. It fits with our beliefs. So because if it's with our beliefs, we don't pound it. We don't consider it wrong. You don't see people accusing it of anything. I didn't see black people accusing it of any, uh, uh, being racist when the main protagonist is white. You know, all, almost everybody, there was probably one black guy in the whole movie, you know, but nobody really felt, oh, this is a white movie and this is just a movie for white and it's pondering to white people. It's racist. No. But yeah, a movie that is 95% of the cast is black, now it's considered always oh, pondering to blacks. You know, you see the difference here. You see uh, how unfair we are in our mindset. You know, and Avengers, every movie has a social commentary, has something, has a message to give. Superhero movies are great when they do that, when they become more than just a, a little adventure, a little story here and there. But when it goes deeper into giving you a message, and I think that's something that has transcended that through Marvel comics, uh, through Marvel movies, the MCU. You, you see the development. You see the growth. You see as you keep going from the beginning, the, uh, the phase one, you see Iron Man, you see Thor, you see Captain America. You see that there is gradually there is an increase. Uh, there is an, it, is, it has increased that level of maturity in the messages and the themes and the things that they cover. So, you know, it's good. And some movies are going to make us uncomfortable. And it's good. You know, it's good. It's good that he talks about race. I'm going to tell you one thing. I'm Hispanic. You know, and even though we might think that we, you know, I've been victim of racism. You know, like, you know, my family has been victim of uh, racist remarks. You know, even my daughter, she just went to work. She started working in her first job, so she's very happy. And somebody make a, the other day she came almost crying because somebody, someone made a racist remark. 
particularly in this world, American world we live in right now, where it seems like people feel the need to express hate towards somebody else because they look different. You know, my daughter is an American, born in America. You know, we are a generation of Americans. You know, you know, you know, you know, I was an immigrant. I came to this country as an immigrant. My wife was born in the U.S., you know, and, um, you know, she comes from a third generation, uh, pretty much American, you know, beyond that because she's Puerto Rican, you know, even though she was born in the States, but her family is Puerto Rican, which is part of the U.S., you know. So many of the people that have come to this country just because they look one way doesn't mean that they belong here as much as people that are my generation because some of my family members have been here longer than some people that are here, here just because they're white. You know, I'm not trying to bring race into this message here today. That's not the point. But it seems that we always have the tendency to put blame on people or put blame on race or to bring the race card to everything. And that goes both ways, whether it's black or whites or Hispanics or Asians or anybody will bring it to it. But it seems that people feel offended because in reality, I'm going to tell you this, if the shoe fits, then it fits. You know, if it really fits, if you feel uncomfortable, then you need to reexamine yourself because maybe there's something in your life that is reflective of situations that you are in that, that are making you uncomfortable. We have to learn to re-examine ourselves. I've been racist too. You know, I've been racist to white people, black people. I, I have said things that I, you know, I shouldn't say. You know, you know, and it seems nowadays admitting those wrongdoings is wrong. But we have to admit them. We have to accept them. I've been racist before. In my, not only on the way things that the words have come out of my mouth but also in my way of thinking, you know, maybe I didn't say certain things, but I thought about it. And, and that's something that we need to be reflective about it. Black Panther is not about race. It's never been about race. It's about, um, about celebrating Africa, about its people, about doing the right thing. And that's something that can be collectively can be taken out of the black spectrum and put into the white spectrum, care about our neighbors, any person, any nationality, every group can really, Learn from that lesson and apply it to your lifestyle. It's all about application. It's all about, uh, you know, taking the lessons from there and using it for our own good. And also to examine ourselves. We need to examine ourselves to find if we really are who we say we are or we're just a mockery of what our beliefs are. Because sometimes we believe something doesn't mean that we act on those beliefs. I'm a Christian. doesn't mean that I act like a Christian all the time. I claim to know God, but doesn't mean that I acknowledge him. Because even the Bible says that. The Bible says clearly that it's, you know, it's, you know, anybody can say that they love God that they had never seen, but the true love is proven by loving your neighbor, the one you see all the time. You don't love your neighbor. You don't love God, you know, because, you know, every person, every human being on this earth, whether they're different than us, whether they have different beliefs than us, whether they have, they practice a different religion or they have a, diff, a different sexual uh, preference or whatever, they're still made on the image of God. They are human beings. They are beings that have made choices and decisions, and they're important as important as our decisions. So we need to love people regardless, you know. And I'm not saying that I've been doing it perfectly because I have made mistakes. And being racist, too, is one of them, too. I've been racist like, you know, most of us are. You know, if you say that there's, the race doesn't affect your way of thinking, then you are lying to yourself because it does. It does. It does. You know, more than we accept or more than we admit, it does. So I'm happy for Black Panther. I'm happy that these topics are coming to the end. I'm happy that at least these movies are recognized. Uh, I knew that Black Panther wouldn't win, not because of the subject matter, not because of the uh, what the stands are there, 
but because it was not as good as some of the other movies that were comp- it was competing against. And knowing the Academy and the way they determine winners, it was very clear that, you know, another movie would win. And the Green Book, of course, is, it was a clear choice because it's the simple choice. It's very, you, it's a, it is very old-fashioned that way, more old-fashioned than the other movies. So definitely, you know, they played it safe. But it doesn't mean that it was not, it didn't deserve to win, because it does. Look, all these movies that have come to this part, to this competition, technically, they have been nominated because they deserve to be winners, and they're winners and they're on their own terms. So, you know, but definitely, definitely, it, it, there is a change. So we don't know how it's going to be. We don't know what next year is going to be. Uh, of course, we have so many new movies coming out. So now that the door is open, the opportunities to see finally one day to see a superhero movie whether it's from MCU or from DC or from anybody else, to really win an Oscar as the best film of the year, um, it's not far-fetched. The possibilities are there. It might not happen this year or next year or it might happen in the next five years, but eventually it's going to happen because these movies are epic. You know, they are encompassing so much in the message. You know, not only not only are entertaining, not only have great cast, or great music, great score, great actors, but also they they have a message. And that's something that normally movies of this caliber, movies are here, uh, movies are chosen for the Oscars uh, for the best film of the year is because they have a message to give. And the message is as important as the delivery. So what is your opinion? I would like to hear it. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you're listening through iTunes, Stitcher, or Spreaker, uh, if you're watching through YouTube, please uh, like, comment, and subscribe. Hit the notification button so you're reminded of the next video. This week, we're going to review, continue with the MCU. Again, I'm going to review uh, uh, Captain America, uh, Aven- the first Avenger, the Avengers. Um, I also have other things that I'm working on with comics and uh, books and stuff like that. So we'll see. It depends on our time. It depends how things unfold. But once again, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And God bless you. I'll talk to you again. Bye-bye.